Are you looking for a job in lockdown? This might help. Hello everyone! Welcome back to Paano Ba to, the podcast, now a Spotify exclusive! Woohoo! Uh, thank you to Spotify for making Paano Ba to one of the latest Pinoy podcasts to be a Spotify exclusive. Woohoo! And of course, thank you to everyone listening. I hope you are already following this podcast. In case you aren't, please click the follow button. And I want to thank everyone who has been sharing the episodes, tagging me, tagging friends who need to listen to the episode. Thank you for helping spread the help. And so today, it's all about finding a job during quarantine. And so I invited Coach Laika Maravilla to give advice. Coach Laika is an online educator, a motivational speaker, a teacher, a podcaster. She hosts two shows, Get Hired and Trying Hard. And in this episode, Coach Laika answers your questions about how to negotiate salary, opportunities for fresh grads, um, the big question of practicality or passion ba? And the most common mistakes that applicants make. This is a super full episode, so let's get right to it. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Paano Ba to? Coach Laika Maravilla. Hi, and hi, supers, my, hi. my fellow supers. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Coach Laika. I'm so excited to finally have you on Paano Ba to? I've been wanting to invite you. And finally, I guess now is the perfect time um, because for the whole of April, um, I guess the issue that I'm tackling is pandemic anxiety, which is mm. what all of us have been feeling, but sort of different yeah. facets of it. And I got different um, letters, messages mm. about the anxiety being caused by career problems, which is your expertise. Okay, so before <laughs> we go into it, um, for everyone watching, um, you are, of course, an online educator, you're a motivational speaker, mm. you're an author, and in your name, you have RPM at the end. What is RPM? Yeah. It means registered psychometrician because required required everyone who finishes a degree in psychology to take your licensure exam. <laughs> I love it. So your expertise kumbaga, in um, giving tips on education and educating, meron ding psych background talaga. Yes, uh, I try my best to integrate whatever I learned when it comes to the psychology of learning para just to make sure that people can learn as much as they could in the limited na amount of time that they spend with me sa videos, sa TikTok videos especially kasi one to three minutes lang siya. And sa career side din kasi I guess being ano ba, in the field ng psychology alam natin some of us end up sa HR. So merong konting background din ako doon. So I get to experience how it is dun sa other side ng table as we say kasi syempre naging hiring manager din ako for some time. Yeah, I love it. So um, I'm so excited to get into these questions because these are questions that I feel maraming nakaka-experience ngayon that adds nga to the already crazy pressure and overwhelming mm. feelings because of the pandemic. Okay, let's get right to it. The first question is from Erica Denise. Um, she asks, 
uh, okay, mahaba yung letter niya, but let me cut it down. She said, um, there are times I really want a job and gusto din na lang akong i-hire. Pero pag sinasabi mm-hmm. ko yung expected salary ko, nag-aalangan sila. How to negotiate po ba sa offer na salary? Okay, it's one of the trickiest questions talaga sa listahan ng possible questions pagdating sa job hiring process. no. Um, but I guess when it comes to that, research really pays dun sa, dun sa process na yan. You have to look at the industry standard for people with the same amount of experience as you. Like that's one of the things that a lot of people don't look at. Like they see the title and they, they just search for yung salary ng title na yon. But you have to take stock then of who you are, which is going to be a recurring theme in this conversation, I feel. And see kung ilang years ba talaga yung experience mo. Kasi sabi na natin, uh, a program manager with five years of experience ay hindi magkakaroon ng match na salary with a program manager with just a year of experience. So these are just some of the things that we have to look at. And then I guess when it comes to um, pitching kung magkano talaga yung salary expectation mo. We have to be realistic then. Na again, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Some companies really have to require a bit of a pay cut kasi nga everyone is trying to survive lang talaga. So dapat may onting give din tayo when it comes to the price. But of course, kung masyadong mababa yung offer nila kaysa sa'yo, of course, you can say no naman. It's easier kasi, I feel, to find yung perfect na position for you than to spend years of your life sa isang company na wala namang career growth or na hindi naman willing to pay you doon sa price na tapat talaga para sa'yo. So kung pag sobrang layo nung bid nila, of course, you can walk away. Uh, part yan nung pagiging ano natin, protective natin of ourselves and our value. And of course, yung value din ng other people, like like you. Kasi kung may tatanggap ng ganong klaseng salary, hindi sila ba incentivized to raise it for other people na bibigyan nila ng same opportunity. So, things to think about lang. But, um, siguro ang pinaka-safe din, lalo na if you're just starting the conversation, you can ask them. Like, ano po yung range ninyo? Like, this is for my expectation, but what can you offer? Just to keep the door open. Kasi kapag sinabi na natin, okay, I, I need 30,000 per month minimum, for example. Tapos, sinabi mo na agad yun, tapos walang open na door hindi na sila makakapag-negotiate. So always try na may but pag nag-negotiate tayo just so may onting give. And then it also opens an opportunity for you to present a newer set of skills. Like you can say na, okay, sige, if you're willing to pay 25,000 but ako 30K, pero ito yung background ko, hindi lang ito yung magagawa ko, I can do and bring more sa table pa because of my previous experience. Again, tumatulong-tuloy lang yung conversation para lang hindi closed door. Yeah. I love that. Oh my goodness. Okay, and dami ko natutunan doon for my negotiation skills in the future. But just a bit of a sundot, ano? Um, you mentioned about researching. Researching ano ba yung rate ng mga taong medyo same experience mo in the same position. Mm-hmm. How do you go about researching that? Tanong-tanong talaga? Uh, well, y- Actually, one of the most accurate na, 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 na figures you would get from people talaga na you know who are in the same field. Kung may mga batchmates ka na, ayun na, so nag-work sila ngayon, kunin nyo yung, kunin mo yung salary nila at si average yun na lang para kahit pa paano meron kang view. If wala talaga mapagtatanungan, Google is the key. Like, you can Google naman. Um, you can also look at the rates ng neighboring countries natin. Just so meron kang idea nung general na figure. Pero ang suggestion ko talaga, if you would offer something, um, maganda naman na may range din tayo. 
kasi para lang again open yung door ng negotiation kasi some companies naman are willing to pay kaya lang they're also checking kung gaano kababa yung willing ka ibigay so if you want like if you have a base number yun na agad yung minimum mo tas angat mo ng konti para pag tumawad sila at least nandun pa rin surprise na yun kailangan mo livable expenses pa rin nice I did hear that recently in an event we had for Sheetox Asia dapat daw going into a let's say an interview or negotiation meron mm-hmm. ng ceiling price at mayroon yes. ng floor price at hindi ka bababa dun sa floor price mo kumbaga but if they'd mm-hmm. like to go above the ceiling then bonga yeah <laughs> okay second question from Julian Antonet do you think it's still possible for graduates from virtual learning to still be compensated or treated properly despite finishing their courses online so I guess I'd like to expand this question lang to yun nga, everyone graduating in this virtual space who might still be mm. next year graduating virtually, completing all their courses virtually. Um, paano yung opportunities for them? Okay, ang hirap magbigay ng blanket answer na yes, everything will be easy for you kasi we know that the reality of the situation is there are people na nag-graduate na five years before, ten years before even, na wala pa job opportunity. Like that's just how dire the situation is. And of course, with the pandemic then companies closing down, alam nyo na nagsiskip ng belt lahat. So talagang aminado tayo na may limited na opportunities for everyone. However, I'm not a fan kasi of dwelling on the statistics or dwelling on the fact that probably you will have a hard time. I tell my students this all the time. Eh? You have to look at things as a now, parang realization of what things are right now, and then ask yourself the next question, which is now what? Now what should I do about it? When it comes to looking for a job, honestly, what we have to do is just to give ourselves the best shot possible. Ibig sabihin, uh, yun na eh, our responsibility ends there. Um, hindi ko pwedeng sabihin na, oh, ito yung step-by-step process, and then sure ka na na in. Kasi that really doesn't work out that way. But what I could say would be the people who graduated in the middle of a pandemic, meron kayong edge when it comes to technology. And this is a very real na, na situation right now. A lot of, uh, say, na natin boomers or the older generation, actually nag-retire, nag-early retirement pa last year. Yung iba nag-quit na rin ang job simply because hindi sila makapag-adjust to the current work conditions. Kasi marami ang work from home. Hindi sila techie, hindi sila game sa, sa technology. Kayo, who are digital natives, you have that edge over them. So we have to see this as, again, okay, ito yung selling point ko. Because savvy ako, sanay ako na nag-virtual events kami, di ba? Sa college last year, nag-migrate lahat to virtual events. Ibig sabihin, this is something that I can bring sa table na wala yung people who have more experience. Now, the question na here would be, how do I present that? nakitang-kita siya agad ng hiring manager. Ibig sabihin, we have to make sure na, okay, may portfolio ba ako? Um, yung resume ko, does it scream na magaling ako sa digital? Kasi if you're going to just present a resume na, di ba, in black and white, uh, naka-typewriter na font, same as everyone else, hindi hindi makikita yun agad sa'yo. So it's all a matter of selling your strengths. And kayo, being again digital natives, you have a very unique voice when it comes to this. Build your own website. Build your own blog. Have an online presence. 
Kasi yun ang question eh, googleable ka ba? Um, which is a lot of yung mga, again, mga middle-aged people or even millennials, minsan hindi sila, wala silang ganun eh, wala silang digital presence eh. So kung ako yung hiring manager looking at two resumes, ginugal ko yung isa, wala siyang online presence, pero ikaw, bibo ka, diba? ang dami mong involvements, nag-host ka ng mga mga events for uh, non-profit organizations, as in, active ka online, ay nakikita ko, okay, pwede, ko tong, pwede kong ipasa sa kanya yung susunod na training ng HR namin. So, of course, meron kang edge. So, again, it's all about that. There is hope for you, I would say. But it's all a matter of patience then, perseverance when it comes to looking for a job and making sure that you know how to present yourself sa best light. This is something that, um, nang problema na noon, nung hindi pa online ng lahat. Pero ngayon, dahil nga sanay kayo, mas may edge kayo dyan. And kaya niyo yan. I believe in you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, gusto kong pumalakpak. Mag-reaction ako dito. Yan. Grabe! I love it. I love the tips and you're so right because when I graduated, hindi pa talaga masyadong digital and our resumes were like normal resumes. But now, people can be as creative as they can be with their resumes even if hindi creative industry yung pinapasok nila. Diba? Um, you're right, because there's that added value na, okay, I'm demand creative ang job ko sa HR or sa, let's say, IT. Mm-hmm. But I have that edge. So part din yun ng parang selling point mo. Okay. Final question. This is from Ocean. This is a very, very common question. So Ocean is in a job right now na okay mm-hmm. daw talaga ang culture. It's very um, Gen Z and millennial friendly. So the question is, is it wise to give up mental and emotional sanity for career and a better salary? How do we weigh these options, especially during the time of the pandemic? I think, alam niyo na yung sagot sa question niya, sa pagkakaphrase niya ng question. <laughs> You know, one of my leaning na agad eh. I think one of the one of the most important skills that I learned as uh, a study of psychology is that we were never meant to answer questions or to fix other people's lives. We just kind of lead them towards decisions that they already made. And I think medyo nandun na dun, implied na dun sa question. But if you want a bit of peace of mind, sabihin na natin, uh, minsan yung magtatanong sa atin, nagahanap din talaga ng kakampi, uh, sa kung paano natin ito pipiliin. Um, one thing that I love saying last, since last year is this, you have to stay safe, stay sane before you stay productive. So yun yung ranking. Hindi pwedeng pagbalik-balik na rin yan. Uh, when it comes to priority, yun muna talaga. Stay physically safe, uh, stay sane mentally well before you can be productive. But, okay, alam din natin again, the reality of the situation is, ito yung time for us to be a bit wiser then when it comes to resource management. Yun na lang yung pinag-uusapan eh, resource management. Of course, it's fun to be in a company na uh, supported ka emotionally, you have your friends with you, it, it's very comfortable. And for millennials and especially Gen Z, hinahanap nila yun eh. Kailangan may community, kailangan may impact, may social cause yung company. So I get how that could be feeding sa soul. However, okay, mayroon ding wisdom in choosing yung mas malaki ang sweldo. But, okay, you have to be honest with yourself dun sa, dun sa process that led you to that decision. Now, you know that this is going to be a temporary situation simply because I need the money. Kasi yun ang uh, realidad ng buhay. Again, there's a distinction between a job and a career. 
Like this is a job for me because I need to save up. I I did that eh, when I was younger. So I went into a job that I didn't really like. Pero kasi nag-iipon ako for law school. So sabi ko, sige, I'll give this company two years of my life para lang makaipon ako. Nung I thought I had enough, I quit. Pero again, the intent was very clear. That way, um, yun yung... Yun yung ginagawa ko motivation sa sarili ko kapag tinatamad na ako or kapag I feel discouraged to work. Like, this is a temporary situation. Temporary lang ito. Pag nakaipon ka na, okay na rin. It was also easy for me to give up a lot of yung mga luxury na afforded sa young professionals. Kasi iniisip ko lagi, bibili ba ako ng mamahaling kape or mamahaling sapatos or ilalagay ko na lang towards my my fund. Ay, naku, isa-save ko na lang yung money ko. Kasi I really wanted this to be just maximum two years lang talaga ng buhay ko. So we can also think about it that way. Now, pero may mga tao who can't afford to do that. And I understand. Kasi merong feeling na parang soul-crushing nung pupunta ka sa isang corporation na you know na hindi naman sila tumutulong or na hindi naman ito talaga yung perfect fit sa'yo. So it really is uh, um, something that depends dun sa threshold mo as a person. If you can separate that as a job, as a money-making scheme, parang ganun lang for you, a temporary situation so it can give you wings to fly and pursue your passion, then maybe you can give part of your life dun sa, dun sa endeavor na yun. But if you think na hindi mo siya kakayanin, if yung idea na you're selling out or uh, you gave up your your friends for this or you gave up a cause for this is something that you can't live with, then you you, you better stay dun na lang dun sa job that you're happy in. Ganun lang talaga eh. I think one of the myths that we have to really break is the idea na we can have it all. Like, um, there are people who seem like they have it all and they have it all together. Pero hindi laging ganun. And it's not bad naman to endure a season of your life just so it can set you up for future success. So you can think about it that way. Wala akong direktang sagot kasi again, I think alam mo na yung, alam mo na yung sagot mo. <laughs> but I hope this helps everyone else. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, this is not my problem, but I was just like saying yes, the nodding the whole time you were answering. I could super relate and I see so much wisdom in it. And tama yung term na sinabi mo eh, yung threshold. I think mm-hmm. ang key dito sa question na parang practicality or passion eh, di ba? Usually mm-hmm. yun, yun ang yeah. question na yan. Um, is ano ba yung kaya mo? And I think isa pang crucial dyan, and let me know if you feel the same way, parang we shouldn't judge ourselves for whichever choice we make eh. ba? Diba? If you choose the money, wag mo i-judge yung mm-hmm. sarili mo. At kung pinili mo yung mas passion mo na mas quote-unquote madali, kasi technically yeah. hindi naman talaga mm-hmm. din siya madali, it's a job, um, don't judge yourself as well. Um, I think that's another thing. Yes. I think yung guilt kasi, yung aspect lang ng guilt. On one side, you have yung guilt. Yun nga yun, kasi I'm selling out. I'm doing this for the money. Pero again, if you're forward-facing naman, you're looking at the future, this will enable me to do something else. This will enable me to sponsor children. Diba? Kasi ganun yung idea ko din eh. Parang, okay, dito ako, stay ako sa corporate job na to. I don't like it. Pero I'm sending kids uh, World Vision to school. So, okay. Parang, eto na yung parang ambag ko habang nandito ako. Plus the fact na nagsisave up ako. So, that could be something that you can talk uh, talk yourself into. 
Um, but doon sa other side, ang problema naman is FOMO. Kasi again, without resources, di ba? hindi ka makapag-travel-travel with your friends, hindi ka makapag-splurge on items. Pero at the end of the day, yun nga, you just have to be honest with yourself. Like, talk, your, talk to yourself then, uh, walk yourself through the entire process. What really matters to you? And I guess the answer to that question is different for everyone. For sure, it's different for everyone and you should, uh, I guess, honor kung ano yung, yung para sa'yo talaga. I love it. Okay, so those are my three questions from my community. But I would like to make here one um, other question for you, Coach Laika, because I see this a lot. Um, not only in resumes that I see personally, but around in stories mm. from friends. Um, if you could just give us tips on the most common mistakes of job hunters in the new normal, and I guess how to do better. Naho, where do I start? <laughs> May 10 <ten> commandments. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I guess we'll start with number one, uh, with not yung one of the things that a lot of people don't do. And I, I guess before the pandemic, ganun na rin, is yung hindi pagpa-personalize ng resume nila or ng CV nila or hindi pagpa-personalize ng cover letter or yung first email uh, dun sa dun sa possible na employer. Kasi yung iba, gagawin lang nila, meron silang generic resume for every job na ina-applyan nila. Which is something na lagi ko sinasabi, wag, kasi mag-print ka na rin lang ng papel, although ngayon hindi na tayo nag-print ng papel. Pero gagawa ka na rin lang, make sure na naka-custom siya doon sa specific company and specific job post. So what I encourage my students to do is meron silang master resume, like file everything in, all of your certificates, all of your experience, everything. Tapos, out of that master copy, depende dun sa company, depende sa position, kukunin mo lang yung mga relevant na, na experience, relevant na skills dun sa pinag-applyan mo. So if you're going to moonlight, for example, as a video editor for someone else, hindi naman yung main job mo, hindi kunin mo lang yung mga relevant doon. Kasi hindi, wala na silang pakialam kung uh, magaling ka sa isa ibang mga skills kasi hindi naman siya relevant. So I guess that's one thing. The other is to always speak in complete sentences. Like some of us, <laughs> sarap ng tawa ni Bianca. <laughs> Oh, I can super relate, but go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, um, hindi lang siya sa formal letters, ha? Uh, children, talaga yung children ko sila, no? Pero you have to practice speaking in complete sentences and thinking in complete sentences, writing in complete sentences. Kasi, and I've had this, ha, before. Kasi right now we're building our team then, so we are hiring a lot of people. Um, may, meron talaga magme-message lang ng hi, Uh, wala pang period yun. Tapos i-attach yung resume nila. Tapos they're expecting, di ba, na parang mag-open yung langit at bumukas yung lahat ng opportunity. And as much as, again, ako kasi tinitinan pa rin naman namin lahat ng resume, pero hindi lahat ng companies ganun eh. Kasi ang, ang, ang idea na here would be, if this person doesn't even take the time to construct a proper email, Diba? Ibig sabihin, what does that say about this person? What does that say about kung gaano ka-importante itong job opportunity sa person na to? So again, always speak in complete sentences. Kasama sa email yan, ha? Merong subject line. Yung subject line, gamitin po natin. Okay? Kasi yung iba din, wala. Tapos yung file type, uh, yung file na naka-attach with, na, na resume nila, which again, I suggest is a PDF file, ha? Wag document file. Kasi gagamit kayo ng weird na font. Tapos, pag minuksan ng HR, mag-iiba-iba na mag-jumble-jumble na yan kasi wala sila nung font downloaded on their device. So again, save it as a PDF. 
Tapos lagay niyo yung pangalan niyo dun sa file mismo. Para pag dinownload ng HR, yung pangalan niyo naka-attach dun sa resume niyo. Napapagod kami buksan lahat kasi ang nakalagay lang title is resume. Di ba? So wag sana ganun. <laughs> Tapos of course, yung um, yung high email niyo, cover yung cover letter niyo, think about it. The way that we write cover letters before, ita i i-change mo lang siya into a different form. form kasi email na ngayon. Pero everything that you used to have sa cover letter, like a quick preview of your skills, like putting your best foot forward, dapat nandun din siya doon sa introductory email nyo. Hindi yung hi, attached is my resume. So wala malang thank you, tapos tapos na. Diba? Like all of these things, we have to be professional on all fronts. And again, especially for the, for the fresh grads, dito napapasok yung may edge kayo eh. Alam niyo kung paano maglagay ng email signature with links to your website, to your LinkedIn page. Alam niyo kung paano mag-attach sa Gmail niyo, sa Yahoo niyo, whatever yung email provider niyo. Gamitin niyo yan. Very important yung email signature na yan. Um, and then that way, nakikita nung HR, oh wow, professional siya. May email signature siya, ako wala. Hire nga natin to para magkaroon yung company natin. Di ba? Yung mga ganong klaseng malilit na bagay. Think about that. And of course, again, if you could, set up an online profile for yourself. Like, I, I keep pushing that. Um, I know not a lot of people believe that way, na parang okay lang naman. Pero I guess uh, climate ngayon talaga, very important yun. If you're aspiring to be a writer, di ba? And you still don't have a blog, di ba? Or your Instagram profile is still not public, di ba? Paano nila malalaman kung magaling ka talagang writer? How can you showcase yourself? Uh, having these free platforms, it actually gives you uh, free access para magkaroon ka ng online presence, online portfolio. Gamitin nyo rin. Yay! Ay, pahabol pala. Yes! Kasi baka makalimutan, Bianca. Sorry. Yes. Yung oras din, ha? Nung kung kailan kayo nag-e-email. Kasi I've had people <laughs> sending emails ng 3am. Meron pa reply ASAP. Tapos parang ako, oh, 3am girl? Call center kami, parang ganun. So, yeah, I, I know na email lang naman siya. Pero if you could send it at a decent hour, that also speaks volumes. <laughs> Super agreed. And that is a whole nother topic. I'm sure you agree about this work-life boundary and respecting work hours and non-work yes. hours in the new normal. Um, if you want to send it at 3 a.m., merong um, option na schedule send yes. for the next mm-hmm. day at 8 or 9 a.m. So maybe you can choose that as well. Hey, Coach Laika, super thank you. Alam mo, these were none of my personal problems, but I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm learning so much. So super thank you. I appreciate your time. And again... Um, Coach Laika, if you would like to learn more from her, you have Get Hired, you have Trying Hard on the podcast platform as well. And of course, Team Laika, um, your YouTube channel. Ako nag-plug? Ano ba? Actually, ikiklip ko yun eh. Tapos ipapalabas ko sa sarili kong vlog. I love it. Thank you so much, Coach Laika. I really appreciate your super concise super helpful and super busog advice for everyone. Thank you for having me. And that is it for this episode of Paano Ba to the Podcast, now a Spotify exclusive. Woohoo! Still not over it. Um, thank you everyone for listening and thank you once again, of course, to Coach Laika. That was really, really helpful um, advice. And to everyone listening to this, 
who might be thinking of making a podcast, it might have been an idea you've been toying with, I encourage you to check out Anchor. Because with Anchor, you can super, super easily make your own podcast. And please promise that you will tag me if ever you do go for it and create that first episode. As for me, I would like to thank Globe Studios because Paan Bato the podcast is powered by Globe Studios. Till the next episode, everyone, please stay safe and stay well. Catch you next time.